Hey everybody, it's Jamie. Today is February 2nd, 2024. I'm sorry it's been so long since you've heard from me. Like a good month. But it has been a wild month. I feel like almost a whole year's worth of events has happened in this first month of this year. So it's exciting to see what the rest of the year has in store for me. Today is day 300. Oh my goodness, can you believe it? 300. 300. Zero, zero. I remember being excited when I was at day like 130. I remember being excited when I was at day one. 300 feels amazing. I'm almost where I was when I had that big relapse. And it's it's crazy how much time has gone by since then. I originally quit in 21 and it's now 24. So like three years on this journey. And it's like, I think back at how far I've come and how much I've changed, like the transformation. And just in this last year, let alone the last three years, nothing is impossible with God. If you continually turn to him, he will direct your paths. It's so amazing. 65 more days and I'll be at a year. (sighs) I should plan something big. Some kind of celebration. Run away to the hills for the weekend or something. I should because 65 days, that'll be March, April, somewhere in there. So, oh yeah, be like April, May. So the weather will be beautiful. Although the weather is beautiful right now. We've been having 60... 65 degree weather all week like I was literally out in my tank top and my shorts cleaning my yard it's amazing getting some vitamin d we went to the lake run around barefoot grounding I love it life is good I just feel so free and like relieved because as you guys all know my husband and I have been separated for months it's been a long time We separated before I even actually started podcasting on here regularly. And we finally signed the paperwork about two weeks ago. And it was hard. You know, when we sat down and negotiated our terms and talked about everything, the parenting plan and dividing up the money and the debt and all that stuff, it was an emotional roller coaster. You know, we talked. We yelled, we screamed, F you, we cried, we hugged. I think it's exactly what we needed. And I think he's having a hard time accepting it and moving on, which is understandable, but I'm so at peace with it. I've had a long time to accept it and to see how this is for the better. And being in control of my life feels so amazing. And I don't know, I'm on to better things. I've, I've made huge progress in all the areas of my life. I'm making more money. I've paid off debt. I've upgraded things at my house. I've lost 20 pounds. I'm lifting more weight than ever. 
and being consistent with it, making myself go every day, even when I don't want to. I'm still in my Bible every day, praying every day, spending time with the Lord. Although I did give up on that one-year reading plan. That only lasted about two weeks because I just have such a hard time with the Old Testament. If I'm like in a Bible study and we're using one of the examples or the stories from the Old Testament and sitting there, you know, discussing it or whatever in a group setting, or even if I'm just watching a sermon or a Bible study series on it, I can do it. But to just sit down and just read the Old Testament, like my brain will not allow it. (laughs) My brain is like, no, I'm good. And it probably doesn't help that I'm reading King James. So, but I mean, it's not that hard. Like sometimes you have to stop and look at a different translation for help, but it's whatever. It just felt like a giant chore and I started to dread it. And then like you get one day behind and then you're screwed. Like you get behind and behind and behind and it gets so hard to get caught up. And I, the only reason I was really doing it is because I just want to be able to say that I've read the whole Bible. But like I said, it was making me not want to read the Bible and I was almost like avoiding it. So I'm just going back to what I've always done. I'm reading my my daily devotional and then the little verses that go with it. And then I just sometimes if I need a word, I will just randomly open it and see. Or I'll go read. I love the Gospels and I love Paul. Paul is so full of wisdom. So I think my goal for this year would to be at least read the whole New Testament. And then at least I can say that I've read at least half the Bible and I can enjoy it, you know. And I'll go back eventually and read, like maybe I'll pick a day, like just go back and randomly pick a day and read it. And eventually I'll read the whole Bible, but I'm just, I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to make myself hate it. So, um, yeah, on to new, better things. And it's funny because back to what I was talking about with the divorce and stuff, When he moved out, I told myself I'd give it till November and see how it goes. And I felt like God was telling me to be patient. And I know in God's timing is not my timing. And I'm a very impatient person. And six, seven months, whatever it was, probably wasn't very long or long enough. But things were not changing. If anything, things have gotten worse. And we are more disconnected and distant than ever before. And just not seeing eye to eye. And I just realized how much peace I have in my house and in my heart now. And it's such a huge difference from where I was this time last year. Last year, at the beginning of January, I was so depressed and suicidal even. I was lost in weed addiction. I was smoking so much weed all day, every day, just numbing the pain. My brain felt like burnt cookies. I couldn't think straight. I wasn't able to be the mom that I wanted to be, the homeschooler that they needed me to be. I was showing up at jail ministry, but I wasn't really there or like partaking. I wasn't bringing anything to them, any kind of wisdom, you know. So anyways, um, but November, so I was done with family drama so over it 
I'm not going to involve myself in things that I can't I want to help people so bad like I'm a a caregiver and a nurturer and a fixer like you have a problem I'm going to try to fix it for you and I have to realize that sometimes people don't want that or sometimes you're not capable of it and that's really hard for me so but I realize that now and anyways so like trying to avoid family drama and it's just uh you know my husband moved out and my dad passed away and so it's just me and mom and I was like sad i'm used to huge giant family thanksgivings i have a big family and the girls don't get me wrong i have my three girls so i invited my ex-husband to thanksgiving because in my eyes it's like we'll always be family and i don't see i am able to separate things and still be friends and still do family events together you know birthdays and holidays but he doesn't see it that way And so that's fine. If it's too hard for him, I get it. But at that time, I invited him. Like, you know, you're welcome to come to Thanksgiving dinner with us at the church. The church here in town always has a big dinner where they invite the whole community. And so we went. Or so I invited him. And he literally said, what the fuck do I have to be thankful for? And it's like, first of all, I can think of at least three right off the bat. You know, we have three beautiful daughters who are healthy and happy and thriving. If that's not enough to be thankful for, then I don't know what, like, you know. Secondly, so we only celebrate Thanksgiving when life is good and we have things to be thankful for. Like, that's stupid. There's been plenty of years where we didn't have things to be thankful for and we still celebrated Thanksgiving, you know. So I was like, all right, whatever. And I just felt like that was kind of the last straw. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I'm so done with the negativity and him dragging me down. And just everything's the end of the world and everything sucks. And it's not. Life is beautiful. We have so much to be thankful for. And I choose joy. So mom and I went to Thanksgiving and it was great. And... Of course, you know, my mom, she's such a groupie. It can't take her anywhere. Somehow she ends up leaving with autographed drumsticks (laughs) from a drummer, I guess, that she knew from bands that she used to go and see down at the bar and stuff. And, but it was funny because before that I prayed and I was like, you know, God, I'm so done with this. Give me a sign that it's time to move on. And like, there's better out there. There's a better life. There's better people. There's a better way to live, you know, and I don't have to settle and I don't have to be stuck and stagnant anymore. So I go. And what do you know, this handsome guy walks in that I have never met, comes and sits down, starts talking to me and mom and we just hit it off and he's the exact same age as me. I don't know how we've we've never met before. It's so weird, but. Anyways, that was in November, and so, well, he gave me his number so that we could uh, get the kids together because his kids don't really have friends here in town because they live in the next town over. So he wanted to get the kids together and be friends. Well, with the holidays and everything, like, next thing you know, like, two months goes by, and we're both busy people, so, like, it never happened. And plus... I was avoiding things, I feel like, with the holidays because 
I knew the divorce was happening. Like this was it. It was the end. But I didn't want to think about it over the holidays. I didn't want to bring down the this Christmas spirit and everything. So I put it off till after the holidays. Well, then we were following each other on Instagram. And so he liked one of my stories or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, I almost forgot about you. And it's like, I don't know how I could forget. Like, I literally asked God for a sign, and there he is. And I'm not saying that he's, like, the one, like, my next husband or anything like that. It's just God showing me that there is better out there. Even here in my tiny little podunk town in the middle of freaking nowhere. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It's just... So anyways, we've been talking and hanging out, and we're just just hanging out. We're just friends and things are, we're just taking it super slow, see how it goes. But it feels good to just, I don't know. It feels good to just know that life's not over. Like divorce is not the end. Life goes on and I can do better and I can be better and live better. And I can do better for my girls and I can meet people right here in my little tiny ass town. Like literally a thousand people in my town. It's, it's crazy. So pray for me guys. I guess like it's, I feel like it's happening all so fast, but at the same time, I've been waiting a long time to move on and to not feel stuck and stagnant anymore. And like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Chinese elements. They're kind of like like a personality type thing. Like, I don't know if I want to say horoscope, but kind of. So like people have different um, elements that are like their personality types. Like there's wood. Those people are very super like scheduled and like disciplined and constructed and like they follow a schedule and like they're always on time. They're punctual. Like I think Jonah would probably fit that criteria. And then there's like... Oh, crap. I can't remember. I think there's air and earth and earth people are like the nurturers, the caregivers, which I could fit into that category. But I think I'm more like water go with the flow. I want to be more like wood and be constructive and like, I don't know how to describe it, like formal and orderly and like organized but my go with the flow tendencies always override that and it's hard. So anyways, I just need life to feel free and flow freely and not be a nasty stagnant puddle of water, not going anywhere, not doing anything, not living life. And living in this little town used to make me feel that way. And I used to think that this town was the problem. Like, I'm never going to go anywhere, meet anybody, have any fun, do anything here, you know? And so that's why we moved away to the big city. So we could have fun and go to concerts and meet people and do things. And it was great. But God's showing me that that's all possible here. That's possible anywhere. It's, It's all about how you look at it and what you do with it. And so... If you're feeling stuck and stagnant, like, have hope. It doesn't have to be that way. You probably need a change in your environment. Something in your environment is making you feel that way, and you have the power to control that. Even when you feel like you don't, even if you're 
in a in a relationship or a marriage that makes you feel that way i'm not saying everybody should get divorced and i'm not saying it's the answer for everybody but you know when it's time you get to a point where there's just no hope going in that direction anymore you're just on an endless cycle of repeating the same patterns and bullshit over and over and over again and i'm not doing that anymore so yeah so here's to 300 days here's to choosing joy and peace and living free and doing something for me for a change I've been so focused on my daughters for so long, putting them before everything, and they do come first, don't get me wrong, but as parents, we have to realize, like, we have to come first. Well, first, obviously, God, because God pours into us, right, and then we can pour into, when our cups are full, we're fulfilled, living our purpose, then we can pour into other people's cups. You can't pour from an empty cup, and my cup was empty for a long time. And what was in it was stale and nasty and nobody would want that in their cup. So my cup is overflowing now. And I feel like I'm rambling, so I'm going to get off of here. So I'm praying for you guys. If I can do it, you can do it. So I pray that you guys can all choose joy for today and hope for your future. Hope for your tomorrow. Take care, guys. God bless.